From Toronto, Canada, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Welcome to the Audio Imaginarium. Come on in, hang your cloak on a peg-weary traveler, grab a stool, and come warm yourself by the fire. There are stories to be told, and you are among friends. Uh, Dr. Lana Marconi and two of the principals, uh, Diane Brisbois and Stanley Mallow, uh, who are featured in their new documentary film, New Human, New Earth, New Humanity. They're all standing by this hour uh, to discuss uh, the coming paradigm shift and um, the new consciousness, unity consciousness that is coming our way, according to uh, uh, Lana's film. Uh, we'll get to that conversation in just a few moments. Uh, Jamie is here twisting the dials and the knobs on the other side of the glass. Uh, Albert is here running our HOA, our Hangout on Air. If you want to partake and uh, stream this radio program live on YouTube, just go to my Twitter feed, at Richard Serrett. Go to the top or near the top of the feed, find the tweet containing the HOA link, click on it, and presto, abracadabra, you are in. I had a great time uh, moderating the Canadian National Inquiry into UFOs at the Alien Cosmic Expo in my hometown of Brantford on uh, Saturday. Great panel of speakers. I mean, the creme de la creme. Uh, Travis Walton, Richard Dolan, Grant Cameron, the Honorable Paul Hellyer, Nick Pope, and uh, Stephen Bassett. And then, uh, on the other side of the... Uh, the platform, we had this tremendous uh, panel of journalists and academics, uh, which included a PhD candidate from Trent University, um, a, um, a journalist from Turtle Island News, uh, Linda Paulus, uh, Tara McIsaac from the Epoch Times, and uh, Frank Cavallaro, CBC Montreal, and uh, Justin Trotche. A, uh, who, who hosts a, a popular podcast, and he was a former member of uh, the Center for Skeptical Inquiry. Anyway, they were asking just really uh, nuanced, probing questions and demonstrated a great sophistication, uh, uh, a sophisticated knowledge of the topic and did a, just a stellar job. Uh, anyway, uh, a great job also to Victor Vigiani and Bob Mitchell and Joanne Eady for pulling that together. That was the... Uh, uh, the uh, Canadian National Inquiry into UFOs at the Alien Cosmic Expo. Uh, just a reminder, uh, Season 4 of my television program, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett, debuts Monday, Monday, 9 p.m. Eastern on Vision TV. Uh, seasons 1, 2, and 3, of course, available in the United States on Hulu. Uh, next week on the program, uh, David Yurth. David Yurth from the Nova Institute of Technology will be here with an update on his CO2 device. I had David on the show, oh, I don't know now, what is it, Albert, maybe six months ago. And uh, this carbon dioxide device, which can be retrofitted to any vehicle, any internal combustion engine, any fossil fuel burning device, including a coal-fired plant, for example, and will eliminate will disassociate the carbon uh, and uh, and oxygen molecules and a number of uh, sort of the noxious fumes. We'll get rid of them, which means we could burn fossil fuels with impunity. We could burn coal with impunity. We don't need a Paris Accord. We can bring a much-needed industrial revolution uh, to places like Africa, which have been denied this. So uh, David will be along because he has new technology um, that he's going to tell us about. And uh, this can remediate nuclear, the radioactive nuclear fuel waste. 
We could clean up Fukushima, Chernobyl, etc. And uh, so David Yerth will be along with all of that exciting news. And then uh, next week we'll have a special look at the strange life and mysterious death of Jim Morrison. The Lizard King, a frontman of the legendary rock band The Doors, and that's with rock historian R. Gary Patterson. That's next week on the program. Uh, incidentally, I'll be presenting an exclusive live event with Gary Patterson in Toronto this fall in October uh, called Take a Walk on the Dark Side, Rock and Roll Myths, Legends, and Curses. Uh, just keep checking the live events page at strangeplanet.ca uh, for more details on that. And then also this fall in September, September the 11th, the anniversary of 9-11, another live event, Where Did the Towers Go? Uh, with Dr. Judy Wood, and these are both Strange Planet Productions and Conspiracy Culture presentations. All right, here is a, a brief description of a new documentary film from our good friend Dr. Lana Marconi. Humans are going through an awakening process. As a result, reality on Earth is shifting from separation to unity consciousness. Separation within each human and between humans has been a source of humanity's suffering and the destruction of planet Earth. What can humans expect to experience during this intense shift as old structures fall away and a new paradigm emerges? Moreover, what is this new reality? In this, the third consciousness-raising documentary by filmmaker Lana Marconi, Ph.D., 14 experts describe what it will take for humanity to collectively thrive and what the new species and planet will be like, which includes community with advanced, intelligent, benevolent life forms, among other profound changes. Lana Marconi is an independent documentary filmmaker, and her three feature films are called The Wellness Story, The Resonance, and, as I mentioned, her new one, New Human, New Earth, New Humanity. And all of these films can be watched on Vimeo Movies On Demand. We'll give you a link a little bit later. In fact, I think we've posted one uh, to the website. Just go to strangeplanet.ca and click on the radio page. Uh, Lana has written, produced, and hosted over 50 healthy living television shows on Rogers TV here in Canada, as well as, an ind- as independent interviews. She's authored several books on healthy living that have been featured in bookstores, such as Chapters and Indigo. And she's been a published writer in Canada's Vitality magazine and Energy Works magazine. One of her inspiring stories was published in the Wake Up and Live the Life You Love book series uh, that included authors such as Deepak Chopra and Dr. Wayne Dyer and became a Barnes and Noble bestseller. Lana Marconi, welcome back to The Conspiracy Show. How are you? Hey, Richard, how are you? I'm fantastic. Thanks for having me back. Wonderful. And you have brought someone along with you. First of all, uh, in the at the bottom of the hour, yeah. you're going to stay with us for the full hour. In the bottom of the hour, uh, Stanley Mallow, who is also featured in the film, will be with us. Uh, but right now, we have uh, Diane Brisebois. Uh, Diane uh, became a Raelian in 1977. After reading Rael's book, she became involved in the Raelian movement and became a spiritual guide or priestess in the Raelian philosophy. She's dedicated her life to bringing peace and love to humanity. She's been teaching meditation and supporting Rael in his mission. Her dream is to welcome the Elohim and the embassy that Raelians will build for them. Diane, welcome to The Conspiracy Show. How are you? Very good. Thank you very much, Richard. And uh, good evening, Lana. Oh, good evening to you too, Diane. Thanks for being here. Happy to be here. 
All right. So, Lana, uh, the yeah. um, now this your documentary debuted in Long Beach, California, earlier this month. Why Long Beach, incidentally? Los Angeles is the capital of uh, getting messages out to the world, and this was an important important message uh, to bring in the new energies of the new human. Uh, it certainly is. So you picked a great spot for it. Now, uh, what is precipitating this awakening process that you say humanity is undergoing? Does it have anything to do with, um, you know, the Earth moving um, through space into, you know, into? A, does it have anything to do with the um, the the, the electromagnetivity around the Earth? What, what, what's going on here? Why are we moving into a new consciousness? <laughs> Well, I, I think some of us are and some of us um, aren't, and some of us are in a transition, and that's pretty much what my research in doing these documentaries is showing. But just to give a little bit of a backstory, um, in terms of this documentary, you know, I have to say, I feel like I'm on this adventure with all these documentaries, and each one is evolving out of the prior one. So, um, you know, my last film was A Resonance, which um, was about extraterrestrials and UFOs. And um, I want to bring up something that Stan Friedman actually said in that film because I found it really important, which is the catalyst to this new film. And he said, are we ready for alien contact? And I'm quoting this. He says, I don't think so. We can't even get along with each other. The notion of trying to get along with aliens is on another level of difficulty. I think we are going through the stage where we are changing our perspective of where we fit in the universe. From an alien viewpoint, I think it's pretty clear we are an alien society whose primal activity is tribal warfare. We don't know how to get along with each other, never mind getting along with aliens. The military budget on this planet will be a trillion dollars. Lots of kids starving every day, but we are spending a trillion dollars on things military. Now, Michael Horn in that film said we have to understand that human beings on Earth are not capable of, we're not in a position of, in many ways, to deal with far more advanced human beings than us who we couldn't be in the presence of because the vibrational frequencies are too dissonant. They care a lot to help. Now, also, there was a few people in that film we got glimpses of. They were developing their consciousness and were able to resonate with beings of a higher frequency. So all of that together, you know, spurred in me this notion that it's going to take a new human in order to uh, accept, embrace, and even nurture uh, an incoming physical ET culture. And so as a documentary filmmaker, I was like, who is this new human? What are their characteristics? How do they live day to day? And I put that intention out there to the universe. And I'm basically it's like a soul call, like show me the people who are going to represent the new human. Now, having said that, this film is just a launching pad to bring in the energies of the new human. Like it, the new human conversation doesn't end with this film, but really it's just to open up the dialogue that there is a new species of humans. And it's going to take this new species of humans to lead us to where we need to go. And are these new humans, are they, uh, we often hear the term indigo children. Um, uh, does that play into this at all, the indigo children? They could be. That actually didn't come up a lot in this film, but that's funny you mention that because that's the next film that's in development, and that's, like, I'm working on the star children, and that's what came out of this film, The New Humans. So let me just put that out there. People would like to, um, I'm actually just starting a film film uh, funding campaign for that, so if people want to go to my website and actually uh, co-create that film with me, they're more than welcome to put a donation out there at drlana.com. So I can get back to you on that question after I finish the fourth documentary.
All right, let's welcome uh, Diane Brisebois to the uh, to the program once again. And Diane, um, explain for those not in the know about the Raelian movement. Um, what does that all entail? Well, uh, the Raelian movement uh, was started in um, 1973 after Rael had an encounter with an extraterrestrial. He was, uh, at the time, he was living in central France, and uh, one morning as he was driving to work, he had this incredible urge to go to this volcano park where he used to have family picnic, um, you know, on weekends. And uh, that day, he was driving, going to work, and he felt this urge to go to this volcano park where he stood there, looked at the, you know, the volcano park, and then he felt, uh, I, I don't know why I'm here. I should go, I should be going to work. And then all of a sudden he saw a bright flashing light in the sky that got closer and closer to him. And finally it came to immobilize itself from the ground, um, about six foot from the ground. And a ladder came out and a being came out and came walking straight towards him. All right, Diane, I'm going to, sorry, I apologize. I'm going to have to yep. jump in here. We're going to take a quick time out. We'll come back and uh, get you to uh, flesh out uh, the Raelian movement again. And uh, Lana Marconi is with us as well, talking about her new documentary film. More on The Conspiracy Show. Stay with us. We are definitely in a shift of consciousness. This UFO appeared in the sky, a bright flashing light, and then it came down and mobilized itself. There's a small ladder that came out, and a being came out. All the hairs on the back of my neck went up. They very, very seriously said, evolve or become extinct. They are not made to kill, they are made to love. Love creates life. Hate doesn't. Hate kills. The truth will come out about our origins. What are we? What does soul-based living look like? The patriarchal system is falling and failing. The new world is really coming from our divine wisdom. The new human is empowered. The new human understands the mind, body, spiritual relationship. We all can step into this. We begin to realize the true power of what it means to be human. You can unleash this power, but is it wise to do so? You have no idea what you're asking for. All right, welcome back to The Conspiracy Show. And that is a, um, th- that's the trailer from uh, Dr. Lana Marconi's new documentary film, New Human, New Earth, New Humanity. And she joins us along with uh, one of the principals featured in the uh, the film, Diane Brisebois, who is a, a Raelian, uh, who became uh, involved in the Raelian movement, uh, became a spiritual guide in uh, 1977. And, um, all right, so, uh, Diane, I'm sorry, we sort of cut you short there. We ran up uh, against the break. But uh, let me just uh, cut to the to the chase here. For, for those, Would it be fair to call the Raelian movement a UFO religion? Well, um not so much about UFO, but uh, we are a religion, uh, mm-hmm. but we are an atheist religion because we do not believe in God. We believe that we have been created by people just like humans, like we are on Earth, that had reached a very high scientific knowledge and decided to go create life on another planet. 
the same way that one day when we have enough and we have sufficient knowledge and enough wisdom as well, so we do not self-destroy, <laughs> uh, we will go search for a planet where uh, we will create life on another planet. So um, this is what happened is that many thousand years ago they came to planet Earth and at the time there was no there was nothing there was only the, the planet was covered with water and they created the continent and then they built laboratories there were seven races that were created and uh, they they were artists and scientists working together hand in hand and created everything that we know today on our planet, all forms of life. They started with uh, simple organisms and went into more complex organisms until one day their passion for their work, um, they decided to create uh, a human being in their image and their likeness. So we look exactly like them and uh, actually their genetic code is compatible with ours. And that's how you find also in, in, in the scriptures, you find that when the, when the man, the, sorry, when the daughters of man, when they discovered that the daughters of man were beautiful and fair, they took them as their wives. And the men that were born were men of renown, like Samson, you know, who was the son of one Elohim right. and the daughter of man. Yes. Yeah. All right. Now, um, Lana, your, why did you uh, include uh, this sort of narrative in the film? Do you, do you subscribe to the Raelian philosophy? So, <clears throat> um, well, the vision of the film really is to inspire change away from the old paradigm that's filled with, like, violence, we, uh, greed, war, suppression of our individual authenticity and creativity, and towards really embracing like a new mindset, Richard, of what it really means to be human. So the film, when you watch it, it's actually broken down to like three areas. Like the first part of the film shows the old paradigm of separation with war and violence and, um, and greed. And then, you know, the last segment of the film shows the self-proclaimed new humans and what, what life looks like through their eyes and, and so there's many of them, and they talk about health, wealth, uh, extraterrestrials, energy, um, things like that. And then in the middle of the film, it's it's a bridge. It shows the transition and, and what people can do and what the transition looks like between the old human and the new human. And so for me, you know, as a documentary filmmaker, I, I believe my films, I make them for the people. And I think my background in psychology, my years of actually sitting in a room listening to people, I, I developed a really good listening skill. And, and I'm able to hold that space for people to tell their stories. And so I try to, as best as I can, suspend my own judgment when someone is telling me their story. And I see my films really as a platform to host other voices. And that's what I try to strive towards as a filmmaker. Okay, so um, the idea here is, if I'm understanding it, that we uh, we need to uh, advance our collective consciousness if we are, in fact, uh, going to be able uh, to meet our, our makers, literally. If, if, for example, humans are uh, a scientifically created species, 
we were created uh, by extraterrestrials, a race of extraterrestrials. It may be Raelians, it may be the Palladians, um, or someone else. But but if we're if we're going to sort of join this galactic community, we all need to raise our consciousness so that that we will be welcome in this galactic community. Is that the idea? That's my sense of it. I, Diane, I don't know what your sense is. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, we are right now on our planet, we're starting to accept the differences that exist on this planet. We're just barely starting to accept, you know, a gaze. Uh, we're, we're starting to accept more, you know, the, like we're, in Toronto here, we, we're living more with multicultural, so we become more open to the different cultures. And that is a great thing because it's opening our mind also to other things that maybe one day we will, we will have to, to meet when we meet other life from other planets. Because obviously, to me, it's impossible that we are alone in the universe. And, you know, uh, yeah, sorry to cut you off. What's really interesting in the film is, um, like, uh, I have an award-winning director, Emmanuel Etier, and he works with Sharon Stone, and he's an, a phenomenal individual, and he created a film called Femme, and it's about women healing the world. And, um, you know, he, he's funny. He jokes around. He says, you know, I thought I was a macho idiot at one time, you know, just take and conquer, you know, like the, the, the male energy attitude on the negative side. And then I have a psychologist in the film who's about bringing in the feminine energy. And actually, Emmanuel, is, all his films are about bringing in the feminine energy now because he's realized and what psychologists have said all along is that unity consciousness within a person is the integration of the masculine and the feminine energies within. And um, so we get a glimpse of that in the film as well. It's like, what does it take to develop? And one of the other speakers in the film actually gives us a whole map of consciousness and shows us the roadmap of how we are developing as a society and where we need to go and, and what it takes um, to develop as far as we can because you know in one sense and i've had conversations with many of these people off off the record and you know some of them have to say that the reason why we don't have full disclosure right now is actually to protect us from ourselves and when i thought about that i I was like wow that actually makes sense like at first i was resistant to that and i was like nope that actually makes sense and the reason is because we're so well many people are very underdeveloped that if they saw a physical extraterrestrial one they could take a military approach and actually shoot them down or two they would revere them so much as a god right so we need to develop and it's so interesting like my background is you know psychology and developmental psychology and i see how important it is for individuals to develop consciously in order to integrate um integrate the extraterrestrials into our into our experience, not just extraterrestrials, just to integrate with, with diversity on this planet without people, you know, people just need to get along with each other first. Right. Yeah, me- and, you know, and the Elohim also understand that, and the first time when they appeared to Rael, they were using a psychological approach so he would, you know, he would be okay meeting with them, like with the flashing lights and with the object. But they don't need this technology to come and visit us. They can appear right beside us. But it would be very difficult uh, mentally for us to accept that they can travel that way. So they use methods that are acceptable in our psyche, uh, you know, using a UFO and the lights that we expect that there would be. 
So, yeah, well, one of the things, uh, a couple of things. One, Lana, you mentioned that the idea of, uh, that I find problematic is that that men need to become more feminine. Uh, I mean, I, you know, the idea that I mean, I believe, you know, in 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 gender. I believe, you know, that, that men and women are are there are some very fundamental um, biological differences. I mean, I don't believe, uh, you know, that. Um, that we can ignore those. And, but the idea that, you know, um, men need to become more like women if we're all going to get along. If you look at... More loving, more... more well, but, yeah, but the, what the problem with that is, is, and this is a pervasive idea in society that has led to some fundamental problems, and that is that the idea that, uh, and, and, and you find this in the court system even, that, that, that women are somehow morally superior to men, that, that women are more spiritual than men. And that's not true. I don't agree with that. Well, think, Richard, what I'm trying to get at and that's a good point that you raised I, I give you credit for that what I'm trying to get at though is the whole idea of the Tao okay which is the Tao in Taoism is about the yin and the yang coming together so you can like let's say you know the male energy is yin and the female energy is yang and when you're acting separately as just yin, you're not aware of your full potential that you're actually, you could be more than who you are if you were to integrate yang into your yin energy. And so from that perspective, when a yin person integrates their yang or vice versa, then you become whole and integrated. And that's really what psychology is all about. Call it masculine energy, feminine energy. Actually, women are born Many women are born with more masculine energy than they are feminine energy, and their goal in life is to actually integrate the opposite energy. All right, all right. Yeah. Um, point taken. <laughs> but I, I, I guess I get, uh, as a male, I get yeah. a little, not defensive, I, but I, um, I, I always take umbrage with the idea, you know, that the problem with the world is men need to stop behaving, you know, that men are aggressive and men are the warriors and, 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 and uh, we need to start acting more like women. And I just, I, I say, oh, put on the brakes. Yeah, no, 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 it's not, it's not, I'm not, it's not the focus on the actual gender. It's more of an energy that's inside the person. Right. Right. That's what it is. It's interesting, though, that you look at the, the, the I don't want to get into the politics, but the, yeah. the, the rise of uh, Trump. And I'm, I'm, what I'm perceiving in, in terms of trend, and, and this also falls into the, uh, the recent vote in England, uh, the, the Brexit. The trends now, I believe, at least for the next 10 years, are going to be, in terms of political leaders, the reemergence of the alpha male, number one. Number two, the rise of nationalism once again. Uh, because I think you're going to start to see the dissolution of the of the European Union, and it's going to not happen as quickly as the Berlin Wall. But now that England is going, Holland, Denmark, um, uh, perhaps uh, Finland, they won't be too far behind. They all are angling to get out. How does that play into those trends that I see happening? Yeah, that's an awesome question, and Tom Clearwater answers that question amazingly in the film because he talks about scalar humanity and what. How he would answer that, I, I would think, because I've talked to him so many times, is he would say something to the effect of all that contrast is needed for a final rendering into coherence, a.k.a. unity consciousness. Actually, I think that's exactly what he says in the film. And so he talks about the idea that our goal, again, is to integrate our polar opposites, feminine, masculine, light or dark, whatever you want to call it. It's nothing to do with gender. It's about energy within a person. And so once we integrate all these separate parts of ourselves, what happens within us is that we activate zero-point energy within us. We are the scalar technology. And when that happens, not only do we 
suddenly activate unity consciousness, but now we tap into the energy that creates worlds. And that's where all the magic and miracles happen, in that place of, of consciousness development. All right. That's um, what I'm talking about, getting to that level of our highest potential. So all this contrast you see is pushing us towards that place, even though it doesn't appear like it is. Interesting. All right. Uh, we're going to say goodbye to uh, Diane Brisebois. Diane, thank you for joining us. Yes, you're welcome. And uh, anyone uh, would like to have more information, you can download the book for free on uh, www.rial.org uh, website. All right. Thank you, Diane. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. When Bye. uh, we come back, uh, Lana Marconi stays with us, and then we'll be joined by another uh, principal from the documentary, Stanley Mallow, at the bottom of the hour. Well, we're there at the bottom of the hour when we return after this break. The Conspiracy Show, my name is Richard Serrett. Don't go away. You're listening to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Hey, just a reminder, at the top of the hour, open lines. So get your comments, questions ready. Anything of a paranormal, conspiratorial, uh, geopolitical subterfuge, all that stuff we'll discuss uh, coming up at the top of the hour. Right now, uh, Lana Marconi uh, stays with us, independent documentary filmmaker, and her brand new documentary, uh, New Human, New Earth, New Humanity, uh, is now available. And um, we're also joined on the line by another principal in the documentary. Stan Mallow has had a long, lifelong interest in and an extensive background in the field of the paranormal. For the past six years, he's been the host of the popular Paranormal Show on TV Kojiko in Niagara Falls. Along with his partner, he's been organizing Canada's biggest psychic fairs and expositions for over 25 years. In addition, they do spirit photography as well as aura photography. Stan has also one of the world's largest private collections of paranormal artifacts and curiosities. He's a highly respected psychic consultant and ghost hunter. He's been the featured guest on a number of radio and TV shows and has been written about in countless publications. Having been fortunate enough to work, uh, have worked on the uh, public relations of A-list celebrities from Broadway and Hollywood, as well as Tony Award-winning shows, Stan has made many show business friends over the years, friends who uh, actively seek out his advice relating to their career and personal life. Stan Mallow, welcome to The Conspiracy Show. Hi, Richard. Welcome. It's good to be welcomed. Thank you. My pleasure. Um, now, Stan, just to, uh, give us a, a sense of your participation, uh, the nature of your participation in this film. Uh, as someone who, uh, sort of a lifelong student uh, of the paranormal, uh, where do you fit into the uh, into the proceedings here? New human, new earth, new humanity. Okay, good question. And happily, Lana Marconi is a wonderful filmmaker, and I was just answering all the questions that she was asking me during the interview, my take might be a little bit different than other people, but that's how it should be. To me, the new human is not that we're going to become uh, aliens or something like that, but we, we're going to progress. There's going to be evolution, and we're just going to go forward. The new Earth is going to be respect for Mother Earth, how we look at it in humanity, how we look at each other. Uh, I do not believe, as some people do, that there's going to be Armageddon and the end of the world. My fear is enough people say it, power of suggestion, self-filling prophecy, it could come. But things are brewing, things are there, and things are happening, and there definitely will be changes. And what is, uh, what is I asked uh, uh, Lana this earlier, what is your take on what is going to precipitate this uh, elevation in human consciousness. Does it have anything to do with 
Uh, you know, a lot of people are, are, are noticing more paranormal activity, as if there's perhaps a thinning of the veil between this world and the next, whatever that means. Uh, and that may, may have something to do with, uh, you know, the, the Earth's electromagnetivity, uh, like the Gauss rate and so forth. What is your take on that? Okay, well, definitely something is happening because one of the things I do, which you had mentioned, is aura photography. And we're taking photos of a lot of little kids who they're calling, you know, crystal children, children of the future. A lot of these kids, they're going to be the ones who are going to be our leaders in it. There is definitely something there. There's more awareness of what's going on. Uh, people are looking into different things and questioning things that they never questioned before and realizing, whoa, there's a whole load of possibilities out there of what could happen. And just open and receptive uh, to it and what's going to do the nail that hits it on the head over there is just going to be that people are going to say enough of this silliness that's going on in the world and it's almost be like collective like you know why are we killing each other why why do we hate each other why all these things and the new human the humanity is going to be hey it's enough but the next generation is going to be the one that's really going to implement it. Uh, Lana, in, in, maybe this is evidence for what you're talking about in the film, um, or I don't know. Let me just throw it out there. Mm-hmm. In, you know, despite the headlines, the world actually is far less violent than it has ever been. Uh, we have you know, more potable water. More people now have access to clean water than ever before. Uh, you know, the... the, um, uh, the um, length of life and the quality of life is 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 improving for the, for for billions of people. Now, mind you, that doesn't mean that we're there yet. We've arrived and we've solved all the problems. But mm-hmm. despite all the doom and gloom, life is actually getting better for the vast majority of humans on this planet. Now, is that evidence for what you're talking about, or uh, just let me know how you feel about that? <laughs> well, I love those statistics, Richard. Yes, I would, I would imagine that would be so. And, and I'm sure as you know, I mean, the media just sensationalizes all the trauma and war and, and everything that has to do with fear. So it really doesn't showcase anything that's good or positive as much as it does showcase and feature things that are, you know, extremely violent or negative. But, but my point, I guess, is maybe that, you know, as humans, never mind yeah. some sort of you know an alien intervention or what have you, mm-hmm. we're we're starting to get things together here all on our own. That's wonderful. That's what we need to do. And you're right. Regardless of ETs or not, it's just having that unity consciousness sets it sets us up for that next level of our own evolution. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, um, because Stan talks about sort of the paranormal, and I'm wondering. Uh, Rosemary Ellen Guiley is a regular on, on the program, a long-time paranormal investigator. And again, she talks about the increase in paranormal, paranormal activity. And she sort of foresees a time when we won't even be able to, you know, recognize reality in a few years because, again, maybe it's this thinning of this veil between this world and, and others, but, you know, the inhabitants of other dimensions and so forth uh, increasingly will be interacting with our dimension uh, and and so we won't even recognize reality in a few years. Uh, Stan or Lana, weigh in on that, if you will. Okay, Lana, can I take that one? I would love for you to take that one, yes. Okay, great. Uh, with it, uh, I believe that's going to be happening, but not necessarily uh, to that degree that we wouldn't recognize uh, one reality from the other reality. Uh, it's my feeling uh, that 
everything is going to be open and it's accepting of the other. Not that's going to happen. Something that has really been there all the time. To me, we're just, you know, rediscovering something that's been around, but we're becoming more and more aware of it. I mean, more and more people realize we're not alone. And to think that we're the only ones over here, the only planet, the only solar system, uh, that's definitely to be questioned with that. And as they do that, they're going to open up more. But my personal feeling with that is not, is not that we're not going to know what it's going to be. I think we're going to be aware of it, but accepting it. All right, Stan Mallow and Lana Marconi, stay with us. We will resume this conversation. Uh, new Human, New Earth, New Humanity is the documentary film. We'll tell you how, to you how you can view that in just a moment. The Conspiracy Show, stay with us. Different views make great conversation. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. All right, welcome back. Dr. Lana Marconi is with us, independent documentary filmmaker, and the new film is New Human, New Earth, New Humanity. Uh, Lana, how can uh, people see the film? Oh, thanks for asking. Yeah, if they go on my website, drlana.com, D-R-L-A-N-A.com, and I'd love to gift your viewers with, you know, like 10 free screenings. So the the password is New Humanity. Uh, if they go to the Vimeo On Demand link, so it's vimeo.com slash on demand slash new human and then they would enter the code new humanity that's very generous of you thank you for doing that on behalf You're of my welcome. listeners all right so that's vimeo uh movies on demand v-i-m-e-o and if you, you can just go to uh, dr lana's website and we've linked up to her website on uh, my website as well strangeplanet.ca but it's dr lana d-r-l-a-n-a dot com d-r-l-a-n-a uh, dot com uh all right now in terms of disclosure, I, I spent uh, part of the weekend at the Alien Cosmic Expo, and I moderated this this panel. And uh, uh, Stephen Bassett, who was one of the uh, the principal speakers, is confident uh, that disclosure is going to happen this year before President Barack Obama leaves office. Um, I'd be interested to know both of your your uh, takes on on that, and whether or not disclosure can happen before. The, the you know the consciousness raising in other words can we get to disclosure before we've achieved this new sort of consciousness Stan yeah okay sure I wasn't you were going to take it to me my pleasure to take that okay what I again my feeling for that is going to be disclosure is going to come first because that's going to set the groundwork uh, for when the other aliens and other peoples come in. If they just did it without a cushion over there, people not, might be afraid or not as accepting of it. So to me, it's going to be done in the degrees. Yes, I do believe it'll be in the next year, two years. It's right around us, but I believe first it'll be the disclosure. People are going to be aware, oh wow, this is going on, this has been around for a while, and then, and then, uh, they'll be contacting us when, you know, the coast is clear. And, and Lana, uh, your dis- thoughts? Yeah, I, I think disclosure will happen when the majority of the people are ready to receive it. Hmm, that's a political answer, Lana. Where it's very open ended. I mean, when? I mean, when does that happen? Then? I mean, that could be never. I think we're getting close. We're getting close, but you don't want to put a time frame on it. I think we're getting close. Okay. She's she's being non-committal here. <laughs> We're getting close. Well, I mean, the, one of the arguments that I mean, this seventy-year 
um, embargo on on disclosure. Mm-hmm. Some believe, many believe, has something to do with the fact that the elites have access to alien technology, free energy, and uh, these elites constitute sort of a separate civilization from ours, and they don't want to give that up. What do you think of that, Stan? Okay, first of all, I do believe that uh, things are there that people know about. I know Nikola Tesla, uh, who who came up with the idea uh, where he can manifest free energy. Obviously, there's not a lot of profit in something like that, and even though many of his inventions should be public domain, we all know that they're not public domain, and uh, people are going to start talking, things are going to be happening, and people who are into all of this, it's going to be different. Like, I don't know if you had good fortune of being there, but I did for the 50th anniversary of the Roswell landing uh, in Roswell, New Mexico. I was there, and it was great. You had tens of thousands of people from all over the world. People did have experiences uh, with intergalactic-type things. Others didn't, but their friends did, or they knew it. And you had tens of thousands of people fascinated, like myself, want to learn what's going on there. And you had maybe a dozen tops of kids dressed like a, you know, a Star Trek uh, type convention, the media went into that, and they showed them, and everyone was made to be a fool, uh, and when you got the newspapers, one newspaper picks up, and they all do, you know, these guys, you know, having fun with that, but the thing is, media, you know, different people, you can manipulate things any way that you want. Yeah, they had about a dozen people there, but they had tens of thousands of people that weren't dressed like that. What's happening now, people are seeing the truth themselves, you know, and they're deciding things themselves, and uh, I think that's going to be great. Now, Hillary Clinton uh, has been interestingly uh, kind of putting herself out there during this campaign, uh, talking about, and a lot of this obviously has to do with her campaign director, John Podesta, uh, that she, uh, you know, she's going to reinvestigate the UFO files, and if there's anything in there, she's going to release them, despite the fact that Bill Clinton, uh, her, you know, who, former president, said he did investigate and there was nothing to disclose. Uh, And Hillary even went further. I think it was on Jimmy Kimmel when she said they may already even be here. What do you make of that statement, Lana? Can you say that again? Sorry. Well, Hillary Clinton, on, on I think it was on Jimmy Kimmel's show, when she said, you know, she wants to investigate the UFO files, if there's anything she's going to, she is going to disclose. And then she said something very interesting, she, referring to aliens, she said they may already be here. Now, is she just, you know, is she just pandering to get votes, or do you think, I mean, what do you make of that statement? Well, I'm not going to speak for Hillary Clinton, but I will say, um, I will actually I'm gonna say this. You can't change things by fighting the existing reality. To change something, you actually want to build a new model that makes the existing model obsolete. Now, having said that, each person needs to create the world that they want to create. And if that includes extraterrestrials, then they need to go forth and do that as opposed to putting so much emphasis on the political stage and what this person says or that person says and, and disengage from that. And that's really what the new human film is about. It's disengaging from all the nonsense in the physical world and put the focus internally on yourself and regain your authentic self, your individual uh, power and sovereignty. And that's a message I would deliver too. And that's what the film's about. All right. Uh, Stan, what do you make of Hillary Clinton uh, saying that aliens may already be here? Okay. One 
I believe that. It makes sense to me with that. But I don't believe disclosure is going to come from horror or whoever becomes president. I believe it's going to come from a whistleblower, and they're going to have solid evidence that's going to leak out and, you know, no more cover-ups or things like that. That's going to be the catalyst for it, a whistleblower, somebody who is there now, somebody who's going to be retiring, somebody who's going to let, you know, that light, let it come out there and see what's going to happen. Yes, you wanted a time frame. Within two years, it's going to happen, and then it's going to get so far, so advanced that, you know, all the silly cover-ups, they're not going to work. Uh, Landon, give us a, a sense of, uh, and I don't know if if you arrive at any sort of definitive conclusions about what this, this new Earth is going to look like, um, and whenever this happens, this new consciousness and, and so forth. But uh, will there be, you know, a lot of people get a little bit nervous when we throw around terms like one world government, but or a global a global government. Is it going to look like that? Well, there's many characteristics of what the new human and the new world is going to look like. I mean, it's going to be conflict-free, and there's going to be freedom. There's going to be no separation of classes. Everyone's going to have the same rights, develop in the ways that they need to develop. There's going to be acceptance of diversity. I mean, you know, planet Earth, I was talking to Tom Clearwater the other night, and he's like, you know, here on planet Earth, we're solving one of the universe's greatest problems, which is the problem of diversity. And the moment, and he's right, in the moment we can actually start to embrace each other is the moment we're going to make a quantum leap in our own evolution. And um, we'll be, you know, governing ourselves. What you described, one could argue, almost sounds like sort of the the idea, the ideal uh, that is, you know, the uh, the United States of America. You know, bring me your poor, bring me your huddled masses. The melting pot, freedom, uh, the um, you know the rights of the individual. Well, when you look at extraterrestrial cultures like the ones that I looked at in the last film and some in this film, they don't have a governing body. They're so advanced, they don't need a governing body, and they're so free in their own individuality. But it's in a positive way. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's incredible. That is human potential, and that's what I love to study: is human potential. How far can we take ourselves? in the positive direction that's exciting indeed it is i believe in the you know i i certainly believe in the uh, you know mankind is at his at its best when things are at their worst uh and um ingenuity um uh, individualism absolutely unbridled individualism uh, can lead to some remarkable things so, uh, again, if people want to see the film, uh, New Human, New Earth, New Humanity, they can go to DrAlana.com. And then what do they do from there, Dr. Alana? Um, well, there's a whole bunch of my movies on there, so they can pick which one. The New Humanity is on there. And um, just click the link, and it'll just take you to where you need to go. So that's Vimeo Movies On Demand. And then for the listeners of this program, they can they can watch for free. And what's the password again? New Humanity. New Humanity. Excellent. Yeah, so for the first ten people who want to check it out, enjoy it. All right. Dr. Lana Marconi, thank you for this. Thank you, Richard. Stan Mallow, I appreciate uh, you coming on the program. Great talking to you. Same here, Richard. All right. Thank you so much. New Human, New Earth, New Humanity. All right. Check it out, drlana.com. And uh, the first ten who log in get to watch it for free, and the password is New Humanity. All right, when we come back, 
you, me, the telephone, talk radio at its best, open lines, and, uh, you know, just about anything you want to discuss. I've got a few logs to throw on the fire. We'll talk, uh, hopefully, about um, uh, the recent and historic vote in Great Britain to leave the European Union. Uh, but there's a number of other items out there pressing, I'm sure, on your mind as well, and we'll get to that. Just a reminder... My Twitter feed, uh, say hello on Twitter, at Richard Serrett, S as in Simon, Y-R-E-T-T, at Richard Serrett, and the website, strangeplanet.ca, strangeplanet.ca, and as always, follow the truth.